Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was an anchor. It would be a little weird. The new lineup with the... Coffee does it? Anchor? Well, no, because anchor. anchor brings you down, but coffee gets you up. So that's true. I didn't have coffee today. I just spoke to uh, Sam Purcell, and I was immediately good to go. Oh, that's all you need. I, I got yeah, that I got the juice. That's the shot of energy you need right there. Yeah, the Energizer Bert Bunny. Yeah, I, 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 if I'm Sam Purcell, I love I love Strange Brew Coffee House, but I would not send Sam Purcell there because he don't. He, he, we don't need him on the caffeine. We don't need a level 15. 10's just fine. <laughs> He's here. We don't need him here. Is what I would <laughs> that's what I would tell you. If you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning and you don't live here in Starkville or Tupelo, well, two things. You could always move. But if that's not in the cards, you can just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. They'll ship it right to your door. And don't forget when you support Strange Brew Coffee House, you support the Bulldog Initiative. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Guys, they have it all. For clothes, they've got the greatest selection of polos, pullovers, T-shirts, hats, everything you need there with the logos that you want. But they've also got everything you need for your house, for your car, for your tailgate. If you want to let them know that you support the maroon and white, go to College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're enriched by Fleet Feet or flowed by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. It's a special occasion when you eat at Restaurant Tyler. You don't need a special occasion to eat there because that's eating there is the special occasion. If somebody comes in and tells you, hey, I'm taking you to Restaurant Tyler, they really love you. You, you, can, you, can, you can trust in that fact. So I would suggest maybe doing that this weekend. If you live here in Starkville especially, this is a great week to do that with the off week. Won't be as packed. You can get in there, get a table. Enjoy yourself. Have a have a lovely, quiet evening with your with that special someone. And if you want that special someone to be me or Robbie, we'd be happy to go along with you if you're picking up the tab at Restaurant Tyler. So, and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's like that guy that was charging people to come mourn at their funerals. Yeah, like you you give me five hundred bucks, I will come to your funeral and I will cry. <laughs> I will I will wail. We, we don't even I'll do whatever that you much. want me to. I'll we just sing. need you to pick up the tab. 
Exactly. Yeah. We will be your friend. We will yeah. come sit with you at Restaurant Tyler and eat tacos. This, this is not a terrible... They got tacos at Restaurant Tyler? I mean, sorry. I was thinking two brothers. I had two brothers on my mind. Yeah. No, come I'll come eat now. the... I'll come eat the uh I'll come eat uh you know a catfish plate or, or you know, steak. the fried chicken. Yeah, steak. That'll work. Fried chicken, you say. Uh, Heck, I'll I'll eat I'll eat an appetizer if that's all yeah. you're gonna give me. I'll we'll we'll make it work. So this is not a terrible idea. This you know, like cameo but for friends. You know? We that's right. We I mean we, we won't come to your house. You gotta be in we gotta be in public. That's right. That's right. You never know yeah, crazies out there. Right. And you know, I would prefer eating at Restaurant Tyler, Two Brothers. So those are the well, two locations. Yeah, yeah. If you say, I mean, hey, I'm not going to turn you down. If you if you want to go to you know Zaxby's and give yeah. me a free meal, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. But I would prefer a Restaurant Tyler. Rent a friend. This is not the worst idea we've ever had. It's always a great idea though, just to go eat at Restaurant Tyler. Sixteen Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Community banking, banking with the locals, it's just as important as eating and shopping locally, which we talk about all the time. It builds strong communities. And would you rather do business with the people you know or the people you don't? If you say that that you don't, I'm sure there's a corporate bank out there that's more than happy to turn you down whenever you want to talk about getting a loan. But if you want to do do people you know, the people who are in your community, in your city, then you want to do business with a bank like Priority One Bank. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It's Rumblings Day here on the podcast. I want to give you guys a quick programming update. As I mentioned, we are doing the bi-week blitz. That's going to be on our uh, our Thursday pod. And then uh, Friday, no pod. No pod Friday. No pod. Don't just be aware of that. Uh, but Coach Chris Jans, the man is a recruiting machine, cannot join us this week. So he And then next week is SEC Media Day, so he'll be out of the uh, the loop for that. We will have Chris Coach Chris Jans live on Thunder and Lightning uh, Wednesday night, 6.20 p.m. on October the 25th. So go ahead. I'll have my receptionist fill you out the card. You have a dentist appointment with me and Coach Chris Jans on October 25th uh, on Thunder and Lightning Live. But interviews on Thursday with Coach James Armstrong from MSU Soccer, Coach uh, Sam Purcell, as I mentioned, women's basketball, Coach Chris Limonis, uh from MSU Baseball, and I've got Coach Ricketts uh, talking to her tomorrow, so that will add that one as well from MSU softball. So a good a, di- a good lineup of, po- of interviews for you guys to check out uh, on Thursday. All right, let's jump into the rumblings. As always, uh, we've got uh, some some great questions here. If I can if I can find them, where did they go? Where did they go, Robbie? They were right here. You're not prepared. I was prepared. Okay, I was I I was prepared. How about that? Uh, first questions today come to us from our friend Alexandra Watson, who says, who is Sam Hill and what exactly is Tarnation? I did the research. You did? Yes. So apparently in, in 1800s in Michigan, there was a land surveyor named Samuel Hill who cursed so much that his name became a euphemism for profanity. What in the Sam Hill? Exactly. Which I think, if in a hundred years, perhaps that could be what in the Brian Haydad. Yes, that that I, definitely I have been known to drop checks a, out. I have been known to drop. A, do we have a third member of the broadcast team here? There we she do. is. Hello, Miss. I Ms. told Hayden. her to be quiet, but there's none of that. So, well, now, now, 
Now, you know, normally I normally I'm just trying to be, you know, trying to keep my profanity. Now you really it's my, not my, my mother you have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, I'm it's not worried about Juju Daddy sitting right there. She's gonna all right, Natty, I'll be I'll try to be good. And then anyway, with Tarnet well, let's see, that's the problem though here. Is I gotta what explain tarnation? what I gotta explain what tarnation is. Tarnation is a uh a it's it's, it's a, a a nicer way of saying damnation. Oh. So that's what I, I, I that's what my research turned up. Well, how how far back does that go? Uh, it goes back to the eighteen hundreds as well. Everything dates back to the eighteen hundreds, huh? Yes, except for the seventeen hundreds. That that dates back to the seventeen hundreds. Oh. So, well, there you go. There you go. There, there's the answer that she was looking for. Uh, Colton Watson. So with football season being disappointing, baseball season looking sketchy, according to many fans, men's basketball season potentially poor in light of recent news. Just be so nice there, uh, Colton. Why don't you be so excited? What are the chances the hump will bump like 2017 through 2020 for women's hoops this year? Fully expecting the curse to catch up with that team at some point as well. Well, I would suggest listening to my interview with Coach Sam Purcell on tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning to get some thoughts on that. Colton is just so negative. Well, he's full of sunshine, this guy. So, uh, Matthew Shouse, Matthew, you didn't realize you were going to do this, but you were going to bear the brunt of a rant. That's going uh -oh. on. It's, it's, it's coming. Uh oh. Who is your guy's way too early starting quarterback for next year prediction? Personally, I would like to see Chris Parsons out there. For God's sakes, people. It's Chris <laughs> Parson. Parson is his last name. Not Parsons, not Scott Strickland, not Dan Mullins, not Starksville, not, not Rick Stansberry. Chris Parson. P-A-R-S-O-N. Period. The funny one is the people that are so in the know mm -hmm. about Chris Parsons' injury, and when Chris, when he just I said Chris get Parsons, his name correct, when when Robbie said Chris Parsons, there he said Chris Parson with an apostrophe s. Correct. The possessive of Chris Parson is Chris Parsons. Exactly. So, and yeah. then Will Rogers with the D. Will Rogers with a D. Yes, I know. Arnett with an E at the end. With the extra E. It's just, why, it's just what, what is happening? Why, why is never, this Why is this such an issue with this fan base? I don't know. I don't know, man. To answer Matthew's question, I, I honestly think State's quarterback is on the State roster right now. I think State is a transfer quarterback next year, and I don't know who that's going to be, but I think that's that's the way they're going to go, and they'll, that person will compete with Mike Wright and with Chris Parson. Uh, for the job, but I think I think a starting quarterback is probably likely to be a a transfer. I'm on the record, Matthew. I'm not I'm not angry with you like Brian is. No, I'm not angry at Matthew so much as I'm just angry at everybody. You're just disappointed. I am. Is what it is. Get the kid's name right, Chris Parson. But you know, it's like that was the thing. Like the St Scott Strickland, that mm -hmm. it was always like Scott Strickland. You know, like he sold Pro Warhead. Mullins, yeah. Moorhead was always misspelled. M O R E, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Oh, I got—I forgot to tell you about this. So, I forget where I was, but I saw this the other day. You know, we always talk about maroon is all that matters shirts. The thing about maroon is all that matters is—is is at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Robbie, the the saying can at least still be attributed to Mississippi State in a way that makes sense, right? Yeah. I saw a more cowbell shirt the other day with the M O O R. Oh. I was like. 
Okay. Dude, I still own I still own Rick's Rowdy's shirts. Rick's Rowdy shirts, like I think, are acceptable. They're those are acceptable. Well, the man won won a lot of games, won an SEC championship. And and, and most of those shirts I wear like outside if I'm working mm-hmm. in the yard and right. stuff. I don't wear those around. Not in public, if you will. Right. I don't wear a whole lot of Mississippi State stuff in public. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to do, man. All right, John Carpenter. By the way, one of my friends told me that John Carpenter is their least favorite rumbler because he never talks about his own movies. Exactly. But he and does this week. on Halloween, too. He does this week. Since you said I forgot Michael Myers, which he misspelled. You you, you were in the movie. You 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 were the director. Please You, you literally made the music. Yeah. Please rank these horror movie villains. Jason Voorhees, Fre- Freddy Krueger, Hannibal Lecter, Michael Myers, Leatherface. So Lecter, as cool as he is, is last, right? Because he's just a random guy. He's just a serial killer. He's just a serial guy. killer, but you know he's 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 not. There's nothing else going on with him. He's just a person. Well, here's what I'll say about that. It mm. kind of plays into what he's saying. The a villain. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to consider the whole scape of it. The whole yeah. scape scope. He's an evil genius mm-hmm. I that is kind of part of the like getting to the bottom of a murder. But he, at the same time, he's a very dangerous individual yes. that plays it. I mean the the whole the whole story of you know Hannibal Lecter is really amazing. Yeah, um, but I mean, he would be I'm, up there for me. I'm gonna put him last on my list. He he was eating people's brains. Yeah, but I mean, like regular Serving them with five of Ah, it was a, it was his liver. He ate liver with the fava beans. Well, no, he cut a guy's. He oh, cut yeah, a that was a different head. movie, but I don't know if there were fava beans involved in that. And a knife. Well, he yanti. I, I don't know if he had fava beans with that, but he did. He was cutting people's yeah brains and like eating their frontal lobe. Have you ever eaten fava beans? I wasn't going to ask about brains. Uh, I don't know if I have or not. No, they're not bad. The best. I'm, I'm about to have to move to another room because Natty just that's fine. Took over the couch and okay. she's about to watch that's TV. Fine. The the best Hannibal one is from the TV show where he cuts that dude's leg off and makes him eat it. That's that's big time in it there. Well, and he, he also did that in his movies. He was like With making the, the people eat their own brain because he yeah. took a part of their brain out. Yes, yeah. But he that guy was out of it, though. He didn't realize he was eating his own brain. The guy with the yeah, leg that's my thing. Like, realized he was eating his own leg. You have to be like a next-level evil genius. All right, but I'm, I'm still putting him last. I'm going to go I'm going to go first. I'm going to go Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Voorhees, Leatherface, Hannibal. Freddy Krueger deserves some because remember Freddy Krueger is he actually lives in the dream world, not not in the real world. Yeah, but Michael Myers is the goat of movie monsters, in my opinion. Oh yeah. So, well, he, he's scary because he's, I mean he he's technically like still alive. Yeah, you know, he's not every like time. A, he's not like a you know. Fake, you know, Jason Voorhees to me is kind of like just yeah from the dead. Yes. The other thing about Michael Myers is again what we were just talking about with Hamilton Lecter, just a kid, just a, just a guy, but he yep. you know is basically hard to he's very hard to kill. So Leatherface to me is last. I could see it. He's just a dude like running around. Also a cannibal. A he is. Yeah. <clears throat> I would go Michael Myers. Hannibal Lecter, 
Yeah. Uh, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Leatherface. All right. I can live with those ratings. Hunter Manis asks us, would you rather, round two, here we go, flip a coin for $200,000 or you get 50K guaranteed? I'm thinking guaranteed money. So you flip a coin and you can either get 200000 or, or nothing. nothing. Right. Or yeah, I would take the 50. Yeah, I'm going guaranteed money every time. You should do that. Do something horrible but nobody knows or not do it and everyone think you did. Now, you see, because it's something horrible, I'd rather do it and nobody knows. Because I don't want everybody going around, that's the guy who killed that kid. And I didn't actually do it. Yes. Yeah, so I would, it would rather kill that be, kid and nobody knows I did it. You know, that would like that would kill me internally. I'm one of those people like I cannot Body lie to people. I do. Yeah. I can't lie to people. I can't keep stuff away. That That would kill me. But... I would not want people thinking I did. Imagine something. going to church every Sunday and they're like, "There's that guy. You know, he did that and he got away with it." Like you would never, never want that. You couldn't have that. You got to, you got to do the terrible thing and just bear the guilt the rest of your life. Like these evil people on the internet that that blame me for robbing a bank. Yeah, exactly. You didn't do it. And then because Hunter can just never be normal. Oh no, I'm sorry. He's got one more. Would you be five feet taller or two feet shorter? <laughs> I'm definitely going taller on this one. I'd rather be. Yes. 10 foot 10 and be three foot 10. Yes. Although that would be 10 feet 10. No, you'd have to get them tailor made. Yeah. That, that would suck. I mean, it It really would suck. suck. So would three foot. If I'm 10 foot 10 though, I'm going to go play pro basketball and I'm just going to stand in front of the rim. Yes. What do you mean? The shot was on its way down. (laughs) Not for me. It wasn't. I mean, you would average 60 a game. Yeah. You would be the highest paid. I mean, athlete, walking up and down the court ever. probably sucks, but and then you're going to block 50 shots a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just stand there and put your arms out, it's and over. you're covering. You're yeah. covering almost to the three point line. Yeah. Last yeah, that, one that would be amazing from Hunter, who just had to give us one. Would you rather have a horizontal butt crack or a vertical <laughs> mouth? Vertical <laughs> mouth is so disturbing to think about. <laughs> like, can you imagine, Dude. like? <laughs> hey Robbie, how's it going? <laughs> that would be awful. I'm gonna go Donald uh, butt crack on this one. I think. I would, would say as long as every as long as everything still works the same. Yeah, does everything there, come out the same way, or is it like a credit card? What's going on there? As long as everything still works the same, yeah. Then, which I don't know, it might not. Like here, but, here's, here's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing <laughs> <laughs> like a big smile. <laughs> What is it? I don't know. I'm going horizontal butt crack for sure. Well, nobody sees it. Yeah, no, yeah. The only people who see it are the most intimate moments. So, you know, at that point, you know, you just got to tell them, like, hey, when I take my pants off, it's weird. It's a little weird. Like, can you imagine whenever Joe Burrow was at Mississippi State and he got pantsed out there on the field? (laughs) We're all like, wait a minute. (laughs) Does he have a horizontal crack? I think at that point, who who sacked him? Was it Randy Charlton? I think. I think it was. That, or maybe not, because that, that was later. Because it's 2019. I'm trying to remember who it was. But it was no, it wasn't Randy Charlton. He yeah, was, he was 21 and 22. Yeah, so maybe like um, Jones or somebody. I, I don't know. But you know, imagine like you pull, you pull him down and you look. You're like ah, you would have seen him like literally take his hand away. Like I'm sorry, <laughs> it would have freaked you out that much. 
Oh, his press conference after is like my fi- my shameful secret has finally been revealed. Joe Burrow was playing chess. He yeah, he knew nobody was going to be able to sack yeah. him and pull his pants down. Yeah, he, he was wrong. All right, uh, moving on. You know what, Jared? I'm not going to answer ask your question here because you misspelled Rogers and Parson. Moving on. Oh my God! He just he did exactly what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. You can't. You can't. No, I'm done with that. I don't even see this question, so I must not have been tagged. Or you, you were not tagged. You were not tagged. So the talking dogs pot. Wait a minute, hold on. Is that the one? That, that's that's the one. Ah, you guys are out too. You think you can talk smack? <laughs> you can't. Notice that Robbie and I aren't sending questions to your podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Moving on. The dude asks, some people believe the entire athletic budget budget should be put for, towards the big three sports. While I do think a majority of it should, is it wrong to want some upgrades to the other sports like soccer, volleyball, who have had recent success? It's certainly not wrong to want those things. And you can, you can have those things. But you do have to put the majority, the vast majority of stuff, and not even the big three. It needs to be the football. It needs to be the football. And yeah. Basketball gets some, and then the rest – Kind of get what they get. Yeah, I mean, you you have to keep pace with everybody else, but not at the expense of the most important programs on the campus. Yeah. You know, I think that you – I mean, volleyball is definitely do something. Um, You know, they've had the same facilities for years, and nothing's really changed there. So, I mean, they definitely deserve some some things. Soccer deserves a little bit. But you don't have to spend a lot of money on that either. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't be funneling in a ton of money to those sports right. and pulling it away from football and all that. But you do you do need to keep up with I mean, We're the, just talking about putting some bleachers in at soccer more than anything else. It's nothing. Yeah, nothing. or grandstands, whatever. Yeah, um, nothing nothing know, big. So. Yeah. All right. Because soccer is – Getting a little bit of a following, they had it is. You know, one of their biggest crowds ever the other day. Yeah, yeah, and so they do have to upgrade those a little bit. But football, it's time for football to get, you know, up with the times across the board. With the mm-hmm. we, we've we've talked ad nauseum about it, but yeah. there's a lot of things that need to be done to the football stadium to get back in the race. Yeah, the Sawman asks us. It's always been said that's neither here nor there. Has there ever been a time when it's been here or there? Yeah. Sure. You know, when? Now. Is this also here and there? Right now, it's here and there. Earlier, it wasn't. Right now, it is. We we are here. Yeah. But we're also there. Yes. I'm here and you're there. That, that That's absolutely correct. So, pretty obvious answer there. That question. Got that covered. Yeah. Zachary Cooey wants our early Super Bowl matchup prediction. Which teams have surprised you the most as far as good starts and bad starts go? The second question I'll answer, it, the, the the Dolphins are a lot better than I thought they were going to be. They are really, really good. Um, from a bad start perspective, uh, the Giants, are, I mean, a lot of people thought that was going to be a playoff team, and they they are not. Um, and then the, uh, the Patriots are just god-awful, which I think... Almost everybody loves to see. I know Robbie Falk loves to see the Patriots struggling. 
Yes, I, I was thrilled the other day with. Well, actually, the last two weeks have been yeah, outstanding. Been so. And then they found Bill Belichick uh, in McDonald's after the game. Did you see that? I did not. He was at McDonald's. He was at McDonald's. Like a uh, quarter pounder. Uh, extra cheese, please. Yeah, man. Yeah, it takes some extra cheese. Di- with a Diet Coke. Yeah. He absolutely got a Diet Coke. Diet, Diet, Diet Coke, please. Yeah. All right, thanks. How much? Okay. That's my that's, that's the best Belichick I can come up with there. Uh, early Super Bowl prediction: the the Niners have to be it in the in that prediction, and from the AFC, I, th- I feel like I don't want to buy the Dolphins. I think the Chiefs might get back. The Chiefs, so I'll say Niners Chiefs. There you go. All right. Uh, next question here comes to us from the Maroon Buffoon who asks. If y'all had burner accounts, we all know you secretly do. What would their names be? First and foremost, I'll tell you straight up, I'm not, and I'm not kidding. I don't have a burner account. I do not either. If you want to call Sports Talk Mississippi a burner account, I do have that. When someone when I realize somebody has blocked me, I always go over, switch over to Sports Talk to see if that that is also blocked. And if not, I see what people have said. Yeah, my the I control three accounts. Mm-hmm. One of them's my two four seven. One of them's my Starkville Daily, and then. The Bulldogs two four seven um, site account. Mm-hmm. Those are the only accounts I've ever had. No, I, I did have a when I was doing Winston Academy uh, broadcast. I had a like Twitter for updates on that mm-hmm. years ago. Those are the only Twitter accounts I've ever had. I've yeah. I've been so outspoken against burner accounts yeah. that I, I I cannot go that direction. I'm, I'm with you 100. percent I I. I, I I don't say anything. There's nothing on Twitter that I'm afraid to say. Right. Yeah. You know, if if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. I just I say it. Yeah. And you you can. Yeah, I'm not. My dad said it. I'm not afraid. I'm not. I'm not afraid to tell someone what I think of them. Yeah. No. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Steve Mormon. Everyone continues to talk about how poor the game day experience is at Davis Wade. It's truly like we're still on the bargain basement script from the Templeton years. Who ultimately is responsible for changing? Doctor Keenum. Zach Selman or Bulldog Public Relations? I think that falls more to Zach Selman than anything else because it's under athletics, so that's that's his job. And, you know, I go back to what we've been talking about. I really do think that he is kind of like in Santa Claus mode right now. He's making a list and checking it twice. Right. Yeah, that's – you hope that's what's going on. Yeah. Which, I, you know, I have no reason to believe it's not. Yeah. Also from Steve, I do approximately 70% of the cooking at home while my wife is a fantastic cook. She cleans after she's through cook. She cleans after she's through cooking, and I'm the exact opposite. I clean the kitchen as I cook. Who does most of the cooking in your home? And do you wait until you're finished or do you clean as you go? You go first. Uh Becky does most of the cooking, but I'll cook. And, you know, I do dishes most of the time. I do laundry most of the time. It's usually, you know, if we pick, like, do you want to help Natty get ready for bed or do you want to do the dishes? And actually, most of the time I do the dishes, but it's whatever, you know, Becky feels like if she's cooked. If she if she doesn't feel like, you know, dealing with Natty, then I'll handle that. Gotcha. So in my house, this starting this year, since I'm trying to lose weight, I cook for myself every day if I cook. Yeah, sometimes I will pick up some some dinner or something. But if I'm cooking, if if something's getting cooked during the week, it's going to be me. 
And then on the on the weekends, I'll cook for the family or my wife will cook for the family. So that's how that works. I am a clean after I cook person. I like to finish because I want I want to know I want to be done dirtying up dishes when I start doing dishes. Yeah, I, I do. If I'm cooking, mm-hmm. I usually like am cleaning stuff up in the middle of cooking. You're a clean guy. Okay. I'm not like washing the dishes, but I might put them in the sink and run some water and push them, in the, put them in the sink, throw stuff away. Like I can't stand for all that mess to be out. Like I, I want most of it to be clean by the time I'm done cooking, I, and then I I'll wash the you. dishes afterwards. I am the. Di- I, I wait till everything's done. All right, we're done eating. Everything's done. Put the food up. This is what the dishes are. Let's do them. That's how I that's how I roll. Uh Dylan Ballard, if Will is out for a considerable time, what is our ceiling for the rest of the year? If is six wins achievable? Here's the problem with, with this question. Uh Dylan. Six wins is kind of the ceiling if Will is perfectly healthy, isn't he? Isn't it? Yeah. So like it doesn't really change that much for me, to be honest with you. Um, also, what is the best ice cream flavor? It's two very different cookies and questions. cream. Cookies and cream. That's a fine choice. Uh, I would go chocolate chip cookie dough. That is my favorite. But I, but I, mean, you know, I would eat it. I would not turn down cookies and cream either. They're, they're, cookies and cream is what I always get now in the press box. Very few ice creams that I will turn down. Ice cream is great. It's, it is the best. It is the it is the best. It really is. Uh Broken Fairchild asks us, what has been your favorite co- Halloween costume that you or your kids have worn? I definitely would go with my kids and, and the ones they've worn. I've enjoyed those more, I think, than the stuff that I was wearing. The 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 flammable pl- plastic costumes with the mask that had the rubber band that cut into your head. <laughs> like, yeah, you take that off and there's this huge impression on your head from the yeah. yeah. Um Emily was a monkey. When she was one, and it is the by God cutest thing you've ever seen. Whenever Natty was, I think Natty was one. Mm-hmm. She was a, a Cabbage Patch kid. Oh, there it's good. See? And Becky made a box mm-hmm. to put around, like it attached to the stroller. She made this, mm-hmm. and it was like a box that the doll would come in. Mm-hmm. It was like the exact box. And we got like a wig, like little overalls and stuff, put it on Natty. It was like Perfect. the cutest thing. Oh my gosh, it was so cute. Now, Aislinn, when she was older, I think she was like 13 or 14, she wanted to be a plague doctor. So we got her the whole, she had like an undertaker, like the undertaker outfit, had the hat and the leather coat, but she had that big mask with the nose. Oh, yeah. And we gave That's her. That's kind of freaky. We gave her a wheelbarrow and she was walking around the neighborhood going, Bring out your dead. It was so funny. <laughs> That's a little morbid, but I like it. Was. It. it was. But she but she had a good time, so it was fun. Uh, rank these fictional schools. Starfleet Academy, Xavier School for Gifted young, Youngsters, the Hogwarts School for Witchcraft and Wizardry, the Jedi Academy, and Ridgemont High School. So we have we have some real differences here, right? Three of these schools are for people with superpowers. Yeah, right. I, Starfleet Academy is that like Star Trek? That's Star like, Trek, but so that's that's like a. Like I've a never got into that. Well, I me either, but it's it's like a military academy. So we're talking about like the best and the brightest are there. Ridgemont High School is just a public high school, so that's last. 
Yeah. Okay. Then um, I would say Starfleet Academy is probably second to last because while these are the best and the brightest, they don't have superpowers. Correct. Right. Just a so, regular bunch of kids. So here, now we have to ask yourself, who would win in a fight between the X-Men, a wizard, and a Jedi? It would probably be the X Men. I'm going. Well, the problem with that is, what is their power? For well, example, they all have different powers. Exactly. Like, does Iceman beat a Jedi? No. Well, if they all are on the same page, yeah. You know, the Jedi's are all kind of the same. Yeah. They can move things with their mind. Move, yeah. They they, they have, they lightsabers, have lightsabers too. But you know, Professor Xavier can can do things with his yeah. mind. You have um, Storm. You have. Uh, you know, Storm can create like a tornado, a hurricane. Feels like a wizard could do that too, though. <sighs> Probably, but I mean, those are still like a bunch of kids. You do stuff. get like you, a, well, yeah, but you have the teachers there too. I think that the, the what makes the Xavier School for the Gifted the best one is the variety of powers that you get. Right, right? and yeah. the Wizard and Witch School they all have the same powers. The Jedi School they all have the same powers. Well, and it's like, you know, storm like creates a tornado and yeah. then somebody throws in fire or something yeah. in there, like a laser. That, you know, it's you just I, can't kill Wolverine. Right. So yeah. All right. So here's our here's my rankings then. I'm gonna go one, Xavier's school for the gifted youngsters. Two, I'm gonna go the Jedi Academy over the Wizards. I'm gonna go over Jedi Academy over Hogwarts. Then Star Because Force the Jedi will just the Jedi will just take the magic wands and throw them into the sea. Yes, or something, you yes. know, like it, like out of there. Yeah, there, you're out. Yeah. So now yeah. you have a now you have a five foot five, uh, you yeah, know, nerdy Harry Potter. You got Ron Weasley against you know Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm going to take Obi Wan. <laughs> All right, one more, and then we'll do the uh, the the ad break. Uh, Q Hagen asks us or says, "Can't remember which one of you mentioned this, but if you're ever in Chattanooga, try it at, P- at Puckett Grocery." So not really a question here, but this is the redneck burrito, cherrywood smoked pulled pork. Beans and slaw wrapped in a large flour tortilla. Barbecue burrito. Brilliant million dollar idea. Yeah, well, that, you know, we talked about doing that for yeah. two brothers. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they need to bring it in there. I'm sad it's already been done, but. Well, I mean, we've, there's no way we were going to be first on the idea of barbecue burrito. That, yeah, had, to, right. that had to happen. So, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. If you're firing up the grill this weekend, beef is the way to go. And I'm tell, I tell you this every week, but every weekend is grilling weekends. When you're watching football, when you're watching basketball, when you're watching baseball, when you don't have any sports on, you should still be grilling. And you should still be grilling steaks and burgers for your family. So head over to your local uh, butcher shops, your grocery stores, talk to the meat market guys. They'll get you hooked up. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats, they have tacos, Robbie, at that Two Brothers. Yes, they do. Yeah, Very good ones. They're really good. We don't talk about that a lot. You know, Starkville is not a, a town that has a ton of great tacos. I mean, there's some good Mexican restaurants in town, but... When I think of tacos, if someone says we're going for tacos, my first thought is we're going to Two Brothers because they just have a great variety, you know, chicken, beef, pork, fish. They got it all there. And the the tortillas are fresh. The the sides are all the, all the, the toppings are fresh cut fresh vegetables and fresh made sauces. 
they're really, really good. The chicken chipotle taco is my favorite taco on the menu. Uh, smoked chicken, cheddar cheese, chipotle ranch, diced jalapenos, and then I like to put a little Two Brothers barbecue sauce on top of that. It's just a great taco to have, man. So when you're craving tacos, don't don't think about the Starkville and its 28 Mexican restaurants. Think about Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products and great service. That's what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've been doing it for 48 years. It's just as simple, guys. If you need products for your business, like a copier, a printer, new computers, new laptops, call Advantage Business Systems. They have the top-name brands. They have the top uh, uh, the top quality products, and they have great pricing on those things. But also, if you need service, you know it's coming because they've been in business for 48 years, and you can't stay open that long unless you do take care of your customers. So service after the sale, the best at Advantage Business Systems. Give them a call today and find out the difference. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. Guys, we've been talking about it for so long here. We've been fighting the good fight here on Thunder and Lightning against the Banner Rim, and we're winning. We're winning thanks to you guys going to places like the Rogue and buying the State Script Polo, buying the M over S Polo, and now buying the Interlocking MSU Polo. They have a great selection of polos and pullovers, and they've got those great logos that you guys want. Help Robbie and I continue to win the battle against the Banner M by shopping at the Rogue. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Ah, Ryan Kennedy. No, that's not a question. Never mind. Brick Thomas. Last time I said it in my last tweet, we were 2-0, and and I was very naive. I regret my decision and apologize. The season tanking is blamed on me. I checked his, tw- his tweet, Robbie. He basically said he had State 4-0 playing Alabama. That was his prediction at the time. Here's um, my question. What's the worst time you've ever been so wrong that you had to come back and apologize? I mean, just last week, Robbie and I did a podcast on why we were wrong about this Mississippi State team. So it happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, when you are making predictions and things like that, you're going to be wrong on a lot of stuff. So Yeah, I agree. So it's just part of the game. Part of the game. Uh, what is this here? Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, Dalton Lee, the matriarch of our family, which, by the way, he did it hashtag fam Lee because his last name is Lee. Which has a, a trademark on it. Or did trademark. he put the trademark? He did. He did. That uh, That's excellent, Dalton. Very good. The matriarch of our family passed away recently at the age of 93. My condolences to you. Sorry to hear that. Dang it. While with family, some of her insane stories were being shared on the run from Japan during World War II in Hong Kong, being disowned from a wealthy family, etc. What are some crazy stories from your grandparents? You got one? Um, I have a lot. My granddad, I just found, there's two stories that I just found out about, like, just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. That my grandparents have never told me. Okay. And my dad just told me this story not too long ago on my granddad. He used to go, he used to, uh, he ran a factory in Eupora and he would go on business trips and stuff. Well, he went to San Francisco, I think, on a business trip back in the 70s mm-hmm. and was in a restaurant and ran into Clint Eastwood. Oh, wow. And, you know, they had a, they had a good conversation and stuff. And, uh, you know, my granddad was saying, you know, my kids love your movies, 
all this, like we, th- we think you're great and all that. Clint Eastwood gave him his jacket. And my dad told me about this. I was like, granddaddy has Clint Eastwood's jacket. He said, well, not anymore. So apparently he just gave it to my uncle. Ah. He was like, hey, you can have it. No. Clint Eastwood. Oh. And then my grandmother, my mama Ann, the one that I lived with for the last year or whatever, mm-hmm. um, she was a student at the time. Mm-hmm. In like the nineteen fifties or something, mm-hmm. um, maybe the I can't remember when, but anyway, they she was having a school dance at Holka, mm-hmm. and this guy came to play at the dance. All like her sister came over the, uh, one day, and we were talking about this, and she was saying like they were all kind of like they thought he was kind of corny, like they thought his music was a little corny, like it wasn't. You know, it was kind of silly. And her her mother was the cafeteria lady, so she made, like, hamburgers for him and stuff after the show. It was Elvis. Like, Elvis wow. Presley was playing at Holka High School or whatever the school was, and some of the girls thought he was really corny and kind of a loser at the time. Not and, like three, like, three years later, he's, like, the biggest name in music. That's funny. And my grandmother just like, which is a, we were at lunch one day, and she was just like, "Yeah, you know, uh, Elvis came to my high school one time." Like, what? That's incredible. Yeah. That's a couple uh, of stories from my grandparents. Right. Got a bunch mine more. aren't mine aren't as good, but uh, in fact, one is actually very bad. Um, one that's that the good one is, and they both involve my my dad's dad, who was my papaw. You know the famous picture of the Marines lifting the flag over Iwo Jima. Yes. All right. He's not in that group, but that I was. I've been taught he was a mile behind them. Really, he was yeah. there. He was there the day we took uh, Iwo Jima. So that's pretty awesome. Both of my I, gran- grandparents, Papa, served in the Pacific, and Grandpa, my my mom's dad, served in the Atlantic, served in Europe. I just started a band of brothers. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. never never seen it before. Neither have I, is, but nobody, everybody tells me it's incredible. Oh, my God. I watched the first two episodes last night, and it's, it's just unreal. Yeah. So there's that. And then the other one is, and this is, you know, this is my luck, I guess. But so when my great-papa died, he owned a very successful grocery store in Vicksburg. He left my, my grandfather, my papa, the uh, amount of money that would be equivalent today to, like, $10 million. And Papaw was a gambler. And oh, no. Lost it all. Oh, no. Yeah. I, sh- I should probably be an Ole Miss fan. I should be rich. But, oh, well. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a tough. My my family, when I tell them, when I tell them I'm going to the casino, they're like, hey, be careful. Like, I know. I know. It's, <laughs> it's okay. They don't like to hear me about so I, that's why I like to play in poker tournaments. It limits the amount of money I'm going to spend there when I go to the casino. Good grief! Yeah, yeah. My 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 dad my dad told me one time. He said we went from one Christmas where each kid they had there were three kids. So we went from one Christmas where each kid had like ten gifts each. Next year we got socks. <laughs> Builds character, I guess. It does. Yeah. Were they dress socks or were they? I think they were. Well, it's, it's nineteen like fifty five. Yeah, I don't think they invented white socks just yet. So, yeah, like an apple and yeah, socks. Yeah, that had to be tough. 
Yeah, my, my grandmother was so poor back in the day. Like, their Christmas present was, like, apples and, like, hat, like cashews or something. I like cashews. Uh, Andy Losick, we just answered his question. Um, State College asks, how much of a role do you think the stadium configuration plays in the subpar game day experience? Obviously, it's a combo of issues previously mentioned. But the open end with the small, outdated MDIT club takes away from a fully immersive experience. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer in in removing that and bowling in eventually, but I don't think that's the, the issue. What do you think is the issue? You like the chairbacks? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is like the reason the game day experience is is not where it should be is not because the 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 stadium is not fully enclosed. I just want you to be real careful because people are saying that we're, that we're being too negative on this. Oh, I, I know. And I know. we we should just want the team to win. You shouldn't want a good atmosphere. Well, somebody said we were lambasting them, and we were we were just the vitriol that we were spewing was just mm, ridiculous. Really? Wow. Yeah, we're uh, lambast lambasting. You don't hear that word very often. G Town Rob who. Apparently doesn't listen to the show, but knows everything that's being said on the show. Hates me. Hates him and me. him and D Keith, who never listen to the show, but know everything that be, that's said on it. That's correct. Thank you for listening. Yes, we appreciate you. Not lambast some people for having seemingly different opinions on things that don't even matter. These things don't even matter. I guess you know they don't matter. They you don't know? matter. At this point, just knock the stadium down, and we'll just stand around on the sidelines. How much money could we say? Oh, I've never understood people that get upset for wanting things to be people that want things to be better. I can only uh, imagine the, how they sound this year. Rob, you're listening right now. Quit, quit, quit trying to act like you. <laughs> so, all right, uh, moving on. I'm not answering this first question from Andrew Norwood. We'll move on to the second one. On a more serious note, Robbie, how loud did you yell on that Austin Riley home run in the game ending double play? I can't imagine you yelled too loud. You're not a Braves fan. Yeah, I, I just enjoyed the play because yeah. I like baseball. I don't, and I, I love Austin Riley. He's a great yeah, dude. Great guy, but I cheer for him. I, you know, it didn't. But it's not like it's like it's, you, you need it to ask Joel me. Coleman I just that it was, question. No, 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 no. Joel yeah. Coleman how he how he felt. He probably woke his children up. It um, would be a disservice to ask me how I felt about the Braves. Do it to to the people that really like invest in the Braves. But I I couldn't imagine coming into that game like. They were struggling on offense, and just like the pit of your stomach, just rotting at the fact that your team could have the season that it had, and then completely lay an egg in the first, basically the first round of the playoffs. But uh, that had to injected a little bit of juice into that team. Mm-hmm. I just love baseball. Yeah, oh, I mean, baseball is great. Don't get me wrong. And I felt bad for my friend uh, Jonathan Sokoloff. Yes. I saw him uh, at the at the grocery store yesterday. I snuck up on him. He he was in there. He was looking for something, and I, I like got Put up him in a sleeper hold. I got I got up right behind him, and I was almost under underneath his arm, and I just looked up <laughs> at him. He's like ah, because <laughs> he's so tall. He's like six six. So uh, he also wants tall my drink thoughts. of water. He wants my thoughts on the Blues thus far in the in the seat the Premier League season. Uh, they've played better the past couple weeks. So we'll see where it takes us. They got a tough one coming out of the international break next week when they play uh, Arsenal. Also, wants my thoughts on Olivier Giroud's goalkeeping performance. So, Robbie, 
it, I, I was not aware of this. I just had to read the article about it. So in soccer, right? You know, you know about yellow cards and red cards, right? Yeah, they're like basically like penalties. Right. Yellow card is kind of like a caution. If you get two yellow cards, you're out. A red card, you're out. All right. So like really bad fouls, you can you know. But there are some things you can do that are automatic red cards. For example, and I'm trying to see if if they say why the AC Milan. Do they have penalties for faking injuries? Uh, yeah, they 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 now have. If you take a dive, yeah, you can get a yellow card for that. It's called simulation. So because I, I can't watch something that's just got the the I, Paul I Pierce I, I injury every single match. Yeah. I just I can't deal with that. So, so sometimes you know, and also in soccer, you only have so many substitutes, right? It's five now. You you're only allowed to make five substitutions. Once you've made your five substitutions. Doesn't matter if somebody dies on the pitch, you can't substitute for them. Granted, they would probably stop the game, but you see your what team I mean. is on the field. Yeah, your team is on the field. So this past weekend, I think it was this, yeah. Yeah, this past weekend, uh Olivier Giroux, who is the striker, when he plays up top, he's a forward for France, right? And he also for for AC Milan, an Italian team. Also, if I could look like any man on planet Earth, it would be Olivier Giroux. Very handsome man. His team's goalkeeper gets sent off, gets a red card after they've used up all their subs. So what that means is because, you know, if your forward gets sent off at that point, you just play without a forward, right? Your midfielder gets sent off, you just play without a midfielder. You can't play without a goalkeeper. you got to have somebody back there. So what that means is somebody has to come in and play goalkeeper from the current 10 players that are on the field. Who's somebody who's not a goalkeeper has to play goalkeeper. So they picked him, which makes sense because he's tall, he's lanky, he's got, you know, he's used to jumping around, being the striker. He ends up having to make a couple of saves that win the game. So kudos to him. But it, that's one that's one thing that's fun about soccer is sometimes you'll see what they call an infield player, which means one of the normal players has to go and change and put on the goalkeeper kit. And put on the gloves and get in the, get in between the sticks. So Drew did that this past weekend. Sounds imagine if they threw. Imagine if they threw through like you know in if, in football if they did that and they were like your quarterback's out. You got to pick a quarterback from the guys who were on the field. This happened. It's happened before. I, Moving you know, guys from like wide receiver to quarterback. Yeah, Lynn or- Bowden. Yeah, but this is not. But the, but you're playing with ten also at that point. <laughs> you, don't, you you didn't bring in a guy to play quarterback. You, you just you're just stuck guy. with it. Yeah, so it's an it sounds problematic. Yeah, I can. I, I I agree. I agree. So I was not aware of that. Thank you for bringing it to my attention, Andrew. Uh, Jay in Baltimore says Thunder and Lightning should be listed as an educational show. Hard to describe the impact that Jelly before peanut butter has had on my PB and J game. My life will be complete if you can help me with the keys to grilling steak to a perfect medium. I have two things to say here. First off, I wouldn't grill a steak. I cook steak in the pan. Now you want to get that crust. Grilling it is is a subpar way to cook steak, in my opinion. Unless you unless you own like uh, some grill grates or something, you can get a lot of, of those grill marks. But two, so you don't you don't grill steaks very rarely. Very rarely. Really, I like to cook steak in a pan. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Like in like in the oven? In cast iron on the, on a skillet. Oh, I thought you meant like a cookie sheet. No, 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 no. Like cast iron pan. 
Gotcha. You cook stove. it on the stove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you do you stick it in the oven and brawl it, or you just so you, you just I, do it? I like to, I do reverse sear sometimes where I cook it up to like one twenty. Yeah. And put it in this in the in the pan to, to sear it. Yeah, I do that. I, yeah. I I will cook a steak from time to time in a skillet. Yeah. The other thing yeah, I'd say is he says and it tastes medium. to me it tastes just as good yeah. if you season it correctly yeah. and you have a good steak. He says perfect medium. We're going perfect medium rare. Medium rare yes. is the way to eat steak. But the the most foolproof way to do it is to do the reverse sear, which is cook it in the oven, monitor the temperature, cook it over a low temperature until it gets up to like 120, 125 maybe, and then a quick sear, and then you're done. If it, Yeah, if you're wanting to go perfect, mm-hmm. then monitoring the temp is definitely what you've got to do. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're just going by, you know, you're pulling it about going what, by, 134, like your, 135 at, at most. Yeah. Maybe 133. And you put like, you know, you can put your, you can't put your thumb in there, you know, yeah. kind of test the tenderness the, yeah. of it. The old. That, that's one way. But if you're wanting to go perfect, you're probably going to have to have, a, you're probably going to have to test it with the thermometer. Yeah. Too many people watch Gordon Ramsay and they're like, he's touching this. Just get a thermometer. Yeah. yeah just my dad, my dad can do that. My dad can push down on it. I can do it to an extent, but I'd rather I just keep, be sure. You know? Yeah, I my my thing is always just like you know if I gotta know if I do it on the the grill, I gotta know the temperature, uh, like how hot the the coals are or yeah. the or propane or whatever, um, and make sure it's not getting you know too much heat on it, and then I usually just kind of in in my mind like you know a couple minutes and a flip, yeah, there you go, and then I might cut into it just to see where it is, but. It, you basically Ooh, I don't have to know that now. Nah, you lost me there. Don't cut into it. Don't well, you know, just to see what it just see what it looks like sometimes. Yeah. But you you kind of have to undercook it because it it continues it to cook over. when you right. when you take out take it off the grill. If you want to get to medium rare, you pull it like just after it's rare, like it's just coming out of rare. Pull it there, and it will bring itself up to medium rare. And if you really there want you medium, then it's the same thing. Bring it up to medium rare, and then pull it. And there let you it, go. Let it continue. Uh, Ford Polk, excluding your own teams and Vegas, Brian, what team would you like to get drafted to by the most? Uh, any sport. So I can't get drafted by the Lakers. That would easily be my choice. Um, I'll tell you then, I, I would go to Robbie's team. I would like to be a New York Yankee. Yeah. I yeah. mean, right now, they, they kind of suck. They've sucked for – Yeah, but it's still – you play for the, the last 15 yeah, the years pin, almost. You're putting the pinstripes on. You're, you're playing – I mean, you can't go wrong with that. A lot of people get mad at the fact that I cheer for the Yankees, and they have, they've been fairly irrelevant since 2009. Yes. Yes. It's, it's not if, – if you want to – you know, you want to be a bandwagon fan, that would be like an Astros fan right now or a Dodgers Yeah. Fan. Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if you're jumping on the – if you're jumping on the Astros or Dodgers – you know, fandom, then you're significantly worse than the Yankees. Yeah. But yeah, the Yankees what, what, definitely, because they, they have a giant payroll. Yeah. So you'd be getting good money, and then you get to, you know, the pinstripes, that's kind of like a... It's iconic. Yeah. yeah. So what's your team? Um, if you can't pick the you're one of your teams, and you can't pick Vegas, where would you like to be drafted? Any any sport. So, mm-hmm. um... I think I want to play baseball. Okay. Uh, because they're, you know... The deals that they're getting are insane, and yeah. your risk of injury, it's just, like, yeah, it's just less, it's way down. Yeah, um, can't say the Red Sox. I think I would. 
Who no, you? I think I would go with the Braves just because Ooh. they're you know right now they're they're super hot mm-hmm. and they're a regional team. So I you know my family would get to come see me fairly often. My friends, mm-hmm. so it, it would be it'd probably be the Braves. And it's like they're kind of a blue collar organization. Like very true. They got a lot like their farm system. Like all these guys for the most part are their guys. Yeah. Um, they're you know it's a great fan base. Yeah. Good people in it. Yeah, I would go with the Braves. You know what my second choice would be? The Heat. The Heat. To be in Miami? Being in Miami and South Beach. I feel like, I mean, that's a great organization. I love Pat Riley. That would be my second choice, be the Heat. Hashtag Heat Culture. Is Eric Spolstra still there? Yeah, yeah, still running the show. Wow. So, uh, last one, oh, no, two more for you from, uh, from Ford. My wife and I finished the Sopranos last week. I gotta say Phil's death where he's shot and then his face is run over is my most satisfying. Sorry for spoiler alerts. The show has been gone for like 15 years though. So I, you only have yourself to blame. Uh, what's your most satisfying death from the Sopranos? It's that one's up there. Mm-hmm. Ralph. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to think of another one that I just I have two really happy that, that happened. My Ralph, Ralph is is up there. Ralph Richie April getting killed by Janice Richie. is there. That, which might have been that might have been the biggest so jump. That might have yeah. been the biggest jump I had in the entire. Thing. And then uh, Matt Bevilacqua drink water getting killed by uh, by Tony and 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 Big Pussy. That like the, the he had those to were go. the three. Yeah. But R- Ralphie and uh, Richie mm-hmm. and Phil were the three that I was just—I had, had to go. So they, they, much those, disdain they were, for they all were the, three. They were the villains. Yeah, they were. I also—I also, I don't know if they're so satisfying, but some honorable mentions. Uh, oh God, what was his name? Uh, the cop that was his informant in like season one who jumps off the bridge. That made me laugh. The, the guy that? that was. Was that guy the who was that guy? That's the, the guy from who's the dad from uh from Home, Home Alone. Alone. Yes. Yeah. What's his name on the show though? I can't remember. Uh McCavian, McCasian or something. Yeah. Yeah. Him when when in season one where uh where uh Mikey Palmese throws that guy over the waterfall, he's like, I'll make you a deal. If I throw you over, if you can learn to fly before you get to the bottom, I won't shoot you down. That's that's great. That's so funny. <laughs> and then he goes over to those kids were watching. He's like, what happened here? He's like, it was some sad stuff. Guy said he didn't want to live no more. <laughs> and they gave him a couple hundred bucks. Like, I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch that again when I get done with Brandon. It's Bandit so good. Movie. It's so good. That and um uh, uh Big Pussy getting getting killed too was satisfying because he had to go. He yeah, was he was a rat. He was a rat. Thank what you. a bad day for Tony. Had, had I had the food poisoning, water. the vindaloo, and they and they went out on the on the ocean too. Yeah, you know, I, I'll be honest. The most satisfying thing ever in the Sopranos was not a, a death. It was when they were when at, towards the end when he's telling AJ they got to leave the house and all that, and AJ starts crying and he just jerks him out of the bed, throws him <laughs> on the floor, and says, "Pack a bag." It's like finally you did to that kid what needed to have been done seven years ago. We all hated AJ. I hated AJ so much. I was like, you little punk. You Especially little when punk. he grew that little goatee. Oh, the worst. He just looked like a douchebag. <laughs> oh. All right. 
Uh, last one from four. By the way, we could do a whole podcast on the Sopranos. Oh yeah, we got to do a Sopranos like rewatchables. We, and we get we get we'll get Sokoloff in on that too. Absolutely, Johnny Sock. Um, well, does the SEC eventually make Texas and Oklahoma play on campus? No, I mean they don't make uh, Florida and Georgia do it. No, it will always be at the Texas State Fair. Always. Yeah, it needs to be. Yeah, I, I mean that 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 part of town has gotten really sketchy. Yeah. But doesn't matter. It's it's iconic. Yeah, I agree. Sheldon Nations, what do you think of Nate Bargates? I had to look him up. That's what I think of him. Don't know who that is. He's and then Bargazi. Bargazi. Is that how you say it? I think. Yeah, I've heard of him, but I don't really. Yeah. Know much about it? Yeah. I haven't listened to him. He's a. I think he's one of those guys. Like maybe he's been on like. Is he like one of the Rogan guys? I I I, I literally don't know anything about him. I don't either. I, yeah. I haven't I haven't uh, right. listened to him much. Moving on then. I'm not a big like comedian guy. Yeah, there's a few. I like Segura. I think he's really funny. Um, I like Bill Burr, but like for the most I, part, I, I, I think he might be like <clears throat> buddies with Segura and okay. And them. I'm, I'm I'm sure. I'll give it a look, but I like I. See, I, I go, I go the other way though. I like, I love Anthony Jeselnik. Just he's the most disgusting person that ever lived. Oh yeah, he's just so bad. Yeah, I used to love those uh, roasts. Oh yeah, on Comedy Central. Yeah. Oh man, those were the those one were was brutal. Like, it's, a, it's a tough year for comedy. We lost Greg Giraldo, but even worse, we kept Jeff Ross. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. What can you do? Greg Giraldo was was so super funny. too. Oh my so gosh! Funny, yeah, yeah, that sucks. Uh, Ryan Wade, are we witnessing a repeat of the end of the Joe Lee Dunn era defense, where we lose our lockdown cover corners and the replacement don't cut it? Replacements don't cut it for the three three five. I say yes and no. There's something to what he's saying, but at the same time, even those defenses, they still got pressure. Yeah, they just had they just had guys open. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. I, I do think that the defensive backs are lacking. This is this is one of their uh, worst crews they've had by cornerback in a while, and that that has been a problem. But I think the ultimate problem is kind of the pressure they're not getting up front. That that's the problem to me. Agreed. Uh where are we here? Uh, Patrick Swindle just wanted us to give a shout, gave a shout out to the big town of Cockrell, Mississippi. Uh, also from Ryan Kennedy, he's got a few questions here today. Did y'all Mr. see Dave Kennedy? Did y'all see Dave Portnoy and Ben Mincy's video about the Grove Collective contributions and the come to the sip stuff? Made me dislike Mincy even more, but this time it's out of jealousy. What a troll this is! It is. Break. This is all it is because they're not going to sell any of those watches. And even if they do, it will not equal how much money Mississippi State's going to take home from being in the Barstool Invitational that goes right to the Bulldog Initiative. But it has enraged it's people. It's made people mad, for sure. Yeah, it's for because sure. he's given a shout-out to Ole Miss, and he's not doing the same for Mississippi I wish, State. And it's just, I, wish, I, I, I always wish State would win the Egg Bowl, but I really wish it would now because Brandon's return fire on this would be really funny, I think. Yeah, it's definitely a troll. Yeah, it's I mean they're, they're not going to sell any of those. Wa- those watches are crap, by the way. You, they're like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, they? you could buy a Rolex for what you're paying there. Yeah, uh, but I will say this: him just simply 
talking about, you know, yeah. all it, this. It, it builds, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not, yeah. Like, I mean, it would be better for State if he came out and said something about Chris yeah. Jans. And, but we can't do that because we got to make fun of Brandon Walker all the time. I'll be honest, like that and like on that Mostly Sports, I like that podcast, but they are a little too much with the making fun of Mississippi State on there. Like to the point where I'm just like, do I? I don't know if I'm going to continue to listen. And I just yeah. don't. And I mean, yeah, the gimmick, the gimmick matter, set, you know, like it's always been, you know, Brandon's a big voice for Mississippi State and stuff, but it's kind of gotten to the point now where everybody voices it's against a detriment. It. Yeah, it's yeah, almost it's, a detriment to Mississippi State. Barstool is like against Mississippi State. It seems sometimes. Yeah, yeah. it's so, it's not okay. good. Uh, Wade Jones asked my 11 year old son asked me a question the other day. So this is by way of Sebo. Uh, of the of all the of the major league baseball, NFL, and NBA, which is the hardest to make it? it it's got to be the NFL, right? Because, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you why I think it is. Because you see high, you've seen high school to the NBA many times, and you talking about guys who they go to the NBA and they're stars immediately. LeBron, Kobe, Kevin Garnett, immediate stars as eighteen year olds. You don't see that as often in in MLB, but there are guys who by the time they're like nineteen. They're already in MLB and they're 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 playing right. You cannot go from the high from high school to the to the NFL. You would die. Yes. Like I don't know who's 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 the best football player in this state this year is Camarian Franklin, right? According to to twenty four seven, according to that what's that other website on three? Uh, they have him rated as the top rated player, right? And I'm sure he's a really good football player. Ole Miss is happy to have him committed to them. He would get mauled. In the NFL, can you imagine him trying to go up against Jason Kelsey? Oh God, he, he would just get mauled. So it's definitely the NFL. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. But the NBA, I will say, I mean, it's to, it's the, the rosters are significantly smaller. Small. So, there's only two drafts in, or two rounds in the draft. So the MLB, I mean, the NBA is probably the toughest, mm-hmm. just based on the percentages. I would tell you that. I mean, I guess part of it is because it's Michael Jordan. And they, uh, he, you know, that there was a huge boost to their economy by bringing him in. But Michael Jordan was able to go straight from the NBA into Double A and hit at a like two hundred plus clip. Yeah. So Deion Sanders played both. Played both. both I mean, you're talking about a select few, though. And I definitely Deion think Sanders, hitting the baseball, Jordan. hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. I definitely believe that. But just making it to the majors. I mean, you you will get physically killed in the NFL if you're not prepared for that. Right, yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, Hunter Bulware, most realistic expectation for the following. Baseball team ERA. So let's set this up as an over-under, Robbie. Uh, six. It was seven, what was it, like seven, yeah. one or something? Yeah. Uh, oof. I'm going to say under. Okay. I have high expectations for Justin Parker. That'd be good. You know, you and me have been two of the most negative people with people call it. We've lambasted the baseball team. Right. Um, But I I think they can get under six. Okay. Uh, Basketball season. So let's set over under of SEC wins at 11 and a half. Okay. I might say under. So 11 and 7, 10 and 8. 11, 11, 10 or 11. Okay. I mean, you're in the NCAA that's tournament. A sweet, with that, so. That's, that's a, a sweet spot, I think. All right. The Egg Bowl, 
Ole Miss right now, I would say minus six and minus seven and a half. Mm. I'm gonna say under. Well, I mean, are you, would you take state? I mean, I say, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say state covers that. Take state and the points there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We will see. Uh, Ryan Nelson, more likely to be true. Lane Kiffin's favorite artist is Taylor Swift or Kirby Smart has never heard of Miley Cyrus. Much as I hate to say this, Robbie, it's more likely that Lane Kiffin's favorite artist is Taylor Swift. There is no way on God's green. Kirby Smart has children, doesn't he? Yeah. He has a daughter, doesn't he? He's seen Hannah Montana. He knows who Miley Cyrus is. He knows He knows who Billy Ray Cyrus is at the right. very least. Yeah, and you remember a few years ago where, where uh, Simmons said he didn't know it was election day? Hey, they these guys know that these things yeah. exist. They're just having fun with y'all. And and Nick Saban is, is a seventy year old man. Yeah. You're telling me a seventy year old man that knows election day? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I was locked into Fox News. <laughs> he was watching. He was on OAN like, like all day. All right, had that on his all office. Right. Joe Biden stealing the election. All right. I mean, if you look at this, look at this this progress we've made here. And now Joe Biden comes in, all right, and he's going to steal it from us. <laughs> That's, I can't really do saving. That's the best. The so closest. people are going to get mad that you that you were the direction you took that. Well, I mean, that's where I think Saban would go. It's an impression. You think so? I think Saban is more likely to be. He's he's good friends with uh the guy from West Virginia who votes for, who's a Democrat but votes conservative all the time. I think he's conservative. Yeah. Uh no. <laughs> no. Moving on. I, I saw exactly what you saw. Yeah, moving on. Frank Dukes, <laughs> former world Kumite champion, ranked these five early WWE storylines. Brett versus Owen, Taker versus Taker, Luger versus Yokozuna, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold, Taker versus Kane. These are three of these are really, really good. Two of them are not. Taker versus Taker is lame. It yeah, really that was really lame. bad. That, that's really bad. Luger, 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 Luger is a step. It had potential, but Luger couldn't couldn't pull it off. Mm-mm. So, but that's fourth. The Lex Express. I, I I was on board. You know, the best thing from that WrestleMania was Brett and Owen. Yeah, was that WrestleMania ten? Yes, yes. I'm going. That's third, even though it may have given us one of the best matches we've ever seen. But mm-hmm. they never went all the way with it. They never put the world title on Owen, like. Eventually, you should have got it. Where Brett Owen beats Brett for the world championship. That never happened. That's what sucked is that Owen beat him. Yeah. And then he still got a chance to he win still the, title. the world title that same pay per view. Number two is Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. The yes. greatest WWE heel turn, face turn in one match ever. It can't. Well, be. it changed the entire changed everything. landscape of everything. But Taker Payne has to be number one because of its longevity. I mean, it lasted so. It was, it was a. Two decade feud. And That's then a good point. Like, I was I was thinking that Brett Stone Cold might be first. I mean, they, they only feuded for like a couple years, and then Brett left after the uh, the screw job. Well, Taker right. and Kane was a whole story. It was, like, it was forever backstory. And Kane doesn't exist without Taker. And I don't know if Taker gets to the level that he got without Kane. Yeah, I agree. So that uh, I I think I would still go Brett. And Stone Cold first. Okay, that's fine. Just because of the, the the, like the everything that happened. The way after it that, ended is incredible. 
Well, so, so this started the whole thing with Brett becoming, you know, insufferable mm-hmm. with the fans. Yeah. And then Stone Cold was elevated to the top of the exactly. game. It just changed everything. Yeah, I agree. It kind of brought on the attitude era. Yeah. Last one from the walking bully. Scope or Listerine? Do you use mouthwash? Are you a mouthwasher? Oh, yeah. Like three times a day. Do you? Okay. I just chew gum. Yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with that. Like, yeah. I, so I, I have to have it. I, you I before, a, you, it says before or after brushing your teeth. I'm going to assume it. I mean, if you're doing it three times a day, you're not brushing your teeth three times a day, are you? Uh, depends. I, really? I will do. Yeah, I will brush my teeth three times a day. I had no idea. It's mostly twice. Your dentist must love you. I haven't had a cavity since I was seven. Man, great job. Um, I'm very proud of you. I, I'm a Listerine guy, and it's definitely after brushing my teeth. So you like that harsh medicinal taste, huh? And it's got to be the the Listerine with like like the old school Listerine. Brown it's got like Listerine. alcohol in it. Yeah. No, it's, it's green. So, but the, some of them are like like you're the scope just is like your teeth with bourbon is what you're doing. I see what's <laughs> happening. Here. The scope is like alcohol free. Yeah, I want that. I want, want my mouth burn. to burn. I yeah. want my mouth to burn. It smells better, and it also I feel like it's like killing more germs. I could be wrong, but it's not like I'm swallowing it. So why don't you go with like Doctor Tishner's? Uh, I won't do that. My my granddad did that. That that's harsh. My granddad <laughs> would also rough. my granddad would also put the um you know the Vicks vapor rub, but it's like the off brand of it. Yeah. He would put that under his nose like every every day. They say it'll keep you and healthy like, though. It'll it'll like cleans out your sinuses, like keeps you like Some your people tell you to put that on your like put that on your socks. On your socks, yep. Yeah. And, yep. Seeps in and on your there. chest. Yeah. Oh, your chest for sure when you're sick. So, yep. I had no idea. I learned something about you today. All right. What what is that? What does that mean? Does that mean my breath stinks? No, I'm just saying I didn't know you were that fanatical about your your dental hygiene. Though I feel like you were getting at something. I feel like you're saying no, no. no. Oh, I didn't know that. I no, I'm saying I, I did not. Like crap. I did not know you brushed your teeth three times a day. I didn't know that. Well, now you know. I now I know. All right, tomorrow's show is our is the interviews, so we'll have all that great stuff for you on tomorrow's podcast. And then Friday, Robbie and I will be off as I'm taking a couple of days off from Sports Talk as well this week. It's for guys, the best. Yes. Wrestling. Guys, have a great uh, Wednesday back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.